0: We're on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Check us out on the feed. Check us out on Twitter at EuroGrapCXP. And join us for chat about European wrestling and a little bit of chat about cheese. Hopefully see you there.
1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
0: You like professional wrestling? Oh, we like professional wrestling too. Coming at you a bit early. This is Shake Them Ropes. I am Jeff Hawkins along with Chris
1: Novembrino. Ambush Edition. Ambush
0: Edition, yes. Uh, Anheuser-Busch Edition too. Uh, Jeff.
1: Brought to you by (laughs) crypto.com.
0: FTX. Never mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have jokes and it's probably more for don't worry about the government. Um, and also
1: Mindy's Bakery. And also Mindy's,
0: possibly Mindy's Bakery as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. I am heading to Vegas in a couple of hours. Chris has, you know, stuff to do. We'll
1: I'm actually, on- uh, no, I'm on the road. Uh, I, I have on Friday a turnaround trip to Norman, Oklahoma, where I have to leave here at around 530 uh-huh. or so. Drive up to Norman, which is about three hours and change away, play a gig, and then schlep back here in the middle of the night, fueled by rage and Red Bull, uh, to get back and teach. Rage, to... rage. yeah. Well, th- look, Hawkins, when you need to stay up at three thirty in the morning, you need to think about your problems. It, Chris, I mean, if you're, Chris, not, I used I, to
0: work at three thirty in the morning. You don't even tell me about that.
1: <laughs> I used to work at three thirty in the morning.
0: I mean, that was my call time <laughs> at the law, at the, at the big law firm. But uh, yeah. Uh, so news is uh, sparse because the rest the Observer is not out yet and everything always happens on Thursday or Friday, but there's a little bit going on. Kevin Owens, MCL sprain uh, for a knee kind of day to day, probably going to have to take it easy as a person with a knee injury. Yeah, that's probably the smart thing. So that makes him kind of doubtful for war games, I would think as well. But I assume it might be one of those things where they might be taking it. And hey, if he rested for a couple of weeks, uh, he might be available. But uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to be out for the immediate future.
1: That is unfortunate because he has been an important part to me in the new Paul Levesque era. And I think... He's a very important part ultimately in the Sammy Uso storyline. So, no, not a however... referring to uh, Sammy Uso now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I mean, uh, dude, look, you see how this guy works? You see how this <laughs> guy works? See how UC this man is uh, on a regular basis? Yes. You, you, you're going to just deny him. Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but. Not not having Kevin Owens around here as a character in the next chapters that start in, in like spring of 23 is unfortunate. Uh, hopefully he's able to, hopefully he's able to be back like January of next year or even february and oh, they but it's can not gonna speak. be that
0: long it, it's oh, okay it's okay i mean it might be a month top oh, oh 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 the oh no, there's no timeline on this he didn't tear anything it's just it oh, appears right now to be a sprain
1: a sprain okay yes. okay i thought i thought we were talking That's, with mcl tear which is no. like six to eight months
0: no so, i don't believe so it's just no, one of those I, my, my you,
1: apologies i misheard
0: no, but when you sprain it, you do have to take extra care that you don't then tear something because that
1: that is that is also true. It's more vulnerable, so right. he I mean he should still take more time rather. But you know, eight weeks. I think that the bloodline storyline could actually go on for eight weeks without having Owens introduced into the angle yet.
0: In a move we talked about here on Shake Them Ropes a little bit, your new NWA champion is Tyrus. And at the time we said, you know, I mean, I kind of defended it as, a, you know, a marketing move. Let's see what you can do with it. But at the same time, part of the problem with this move is that Billy Corgan is out there just talking nonsense and also just kind of driving off fans by saying, well, if you don't like this, don't watch it or something to that effect.
1: I mean, there's there's another thing there's going to move.
0: I don't think there's going to move the needle, no matter your politics or whatever. You know, Tyrus is on Gutfeld show on Fox. I get, I get the negativity around that. Trust me.
1: Um, That's not the only issue here, Jeff. The guy's well, just not working at oh, a world stinks. champ. He stinks. Yeah. He, he's not a right world now. champion.
0: And I hate to say that because Tyrus, former guest to shake them ropes. I like the guy a lot from, from just talking to him and stuff, but his work rate is not up to snuff and he has gotten older and he has deteriorated from what he was before. And even before he wasn't known for, Great matches. I'm I'm gonna be judicious here. I'm not gonna. Uh, well, I just said he stinks, so never mind.
1: Uh, no, I, I mean you have to grade this presentation on world championship Yes, curve. yes. And he he's uh, the the botches are up there. They're out there. Yes. Uh, but but like even besides the botches, uh, I, I mean which are sort of not world league anyways. But Matt Cordona uh, you
0: know. would have been a better choice here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. Tyrus is just not a 20 minute match. He's
0: right. Just, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know the people you could belt this on. Look, Trevor Murdoch, not the guy I'd do it for. Aldis, definitely a championship type guy. Tyrus, no. Matt Cardona pretty much would be a, a pretty good champion for your federation, I think. I, I just and then I, I just don't want ownership out there turning off fans i find that distasteful in so many ways i hate when tony khan kind of does it i hate when billy corrigan does it i hate it when vince or triple h even do it I, it, I, I,
1: it is the principal skinner meme of no it's the kids who are wrong yeah like I, I, i'm sorry but like the kids ain't wrong about tyrus here
0: a.r fox coming off his performance last night on the dynamite show has been signed to a contract with aew Awfully nice of them, since it looks like four or five people have basically stolen A.R. Fox's act. (laughs) Um, Look, uh, A.R. Fox, phenomenal talent. Uh, You covered him in Lucha Underground. Yeah,
1: right, right. Yeah, no, no, I I mean, you know, they bring back A.R. Fox.
0: I've seen him a lot in PWG. You know, he was always in six-man matches with Ricochet and ACH or Rich Swan. You know, I mean, he's a great performer. He he's gonna be he he's not gonna be a star. I wouldn't belt him or anything. He's gonna be a guy who, much like Top Flight, go out there, do a lot of fancy stuff, flips, and then, you know, lose to the other flippy do guys, I guess.
1: Yeah, you know, there's there's the chance with Fox, I, I would say, unlike, you know, maybe more of the uh, microphone challenged people to maybe catch on with the character kinda of like the way Swerve has, but yeah, I, I mean,
0: I'd love to see him and Swerve together.
1: I, 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 I they would be a good team. Uh, yeah, I as mean, a, as I, opposed
0: I, to making each other bleed all over the, the lucha, the temple. Yeah.
1: That might be a, that might be a fun way to wrap up the Keith Lee storyline, right? Yeah, that, that ultimately yeah. Swerve gets annoyed with Lee since since they backpedaled away from Keith Lee having the realization at the last pay per view that he's huge and that he can hurt people. Uh, <laughs> Let's just say, <laughs> i'm sure i don't know why that threw me off but it just did no know. it's it's like it was so weird he had the aha light bulb moment and we've now just like completely backed away from it but he still knows big words are we the
0: baddies huh <laughs> being
1: <laughs> bad
2: hmm. huh.
1: <laughs> evil I didn't even think about that. Uh yeah, no, like since we moved away from that, a, a fun way to maybe wrap up the storyline would have Swerve and Fox team up and you know, like that that's sort of the the big reveal here.
0: And the other uh talent debuting on Smack... I believe it was on SmackDown this past Friday. I can't remember if it was SmackDown or Raw, to be honest with you. Uh Sarah Logan back with the Viking Raiders and back basically stealing Maxi Impaler's gimmick from the indies. Let let's let's not uh Split hairs here. This is this is Milton Burl stealing jokes and doing it on a bigger stage. I gotta be honest with you. I, yeah, I mean,
1: I, I mean, there's that, and there's just like, how many re reboots of the Viking Raiders can we really do?
0: Yeah, I I find Viking gimmicks dumb. I mean, I like the Viking Raiders a, as a tag team. I like them as War Machine
1: more. Right. I like them as War Machine, but yes. like, I, I I mean,
0: I find also just gonna be honest the whole uh nordic <laughs> nordic factor with the vikings um with people who do a lot of the cosplay stuff i'm, I'm just white supremacy type things chris That's
1: yeah no the, the yeah it's got, i get uncomfortable I, with
0: viking gimmicks let's put it
1: no i i'm with you uh, there's there's just way too much documentation on that. And to me, the real allure of these two guys is not in the Viking component, it's in the raiding component. Yeah, you have these two monster dudes who like come in like a lightning bolt and you know obliterate a bunch of guys i don't like, care like, if they're vikings i just want them to right. be tough i, I want just want them to be i want them to be the raiders not the yes. vikings
0: yes that, exactly yeah they've gone heavy into the viking
1: right thing. it's Those all about vikings. the viking side of it I, I it to beyond it yes being problematic to me and i'm with you on this i i just think there's look there's just a lot of there's a lot on that that intersection. Y'all can do your own homework on. Yes, that. that's yeah. what
0: that's what I meant. Do your own homework. I don't no,
1: mind. no, for sure. But like, I you you will be surprised at the amount of text on that. Um, but but beyond that, yeah, I just like I'm with you. The Viking thing, you know, it's it's goofy, right? Because it's like you can't fully commit to it and make it like Undertaker Island, where like you go into the <laughs> angle with the Viking people and like <laughs> Thor and Ragnarok are like important components into your storyline now um or you know uh Freya's and that sort of thing uh so like they're they're like basically like really scary cosplayers yes they're stuck in between being the actual thing and being a copy of the thing
0: it's larping it, it's just high yeah on a on a bigger stage and you're just like eh, all right
1: yeah they like they're like the psycho larpers yes <laughs> That's what I want. I want psycho LARPing. That would be a much funnier gimmick. That'd be a funnier gimmick. I don't know. It'd be scary, but like every week they come out LARPing different things like, you know, Bushido and Samurai and Vikings and, Roman gladiators
0: you know they're their weekend of larping intersects at the park with the uh with the Star Wars nerds
1: doing their lightsaber battles yeah we could and, get Spartans one week we could get yeah. Jedi the next
0: except, except they bring like the their little plastic lightsabers and the Vikings bring their like real axes <laughs> and things go awry that's what I want
1: <laughs> these are the, 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 you want segments where these guys get banned from all of the larping yes Communities, yes, because they don't understand. For being so like, too into it, For yeah, being yeah, like ci- into civil it. war reenactments, they show up with the Viking <laughs> axes. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's what I want. Yes.
1: Jedi versus Sith redoing like the the battle of the clones. They show up with <laughs> the Viking ass.
0: The Highlander was a documentary and the events it's, happened in real in time. In real time. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's a documentary that's what I shot in real time.
1: <laughs> Wonderful quote. Thank you.
0: Oh, that'll that'll do it for the news section. It's been light. All this is really just for to get to full gear and anything tertiary we have about Raw or NXT. But yes, it is time for the Lazy River of wrestling criticism. Anything that's on our mind, anything we watched this week. And there is a pay-per-view and it's kind of important. And it's full gear. And uh, I have partially (laughs) people who are usually friendly to me are like, Hawkins, on this one, you're kind of an idiot. But I said something last night on the Dynamite show that I got to bring up now.
1: No, let's talk about golf right now.
0: (laughs) Is there any chance, Chris, that CM Punk returns to aew and that he's actually the devil weird not to prove exists because oh and let me let me explain this i under i thought it was a dig at first because mjf in his promo of this horrible go home segment first line is the first line that punk used i think it was in the pipe bomb or when he joined the nexus i want to say when he joined the nexus i get the two mixed up the pipe bomb and joining and joining the Nexus, but I believe it was the joining the Nexus where he goes, John, I hope you can hear me and that you're in lots of pain. That was word for word what he said when he when they when Nexus put him through a table and Punk put on the uh, armband and did it. And somebody pointed out to me on Twitter, you know, he's he's just quoting Punk lines. It's not really digs at Punk. And so while an homage. At the same time, it had my wheels going. And I look, I am not out there saying that it's going to happen, but there's now 10% of me at least that goes, it would not shock me at all. If this was just to work all us dummies in wrestling criticism and, and, and the dirt sheet writers and the people with podcasts and all that other stuff, just to throw it in our face. And I think this would also I got to be honest with you. I think there'd be a lot of negativity towards Tony Khan if it were true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people would have been really worked in particular, the, the people who went staunchly onto one side in particular here. Yes. Uh, I think, I think there'd be a lot of hurt Fifi's because what
0: if punk and the elite came back together?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, no. If punk and the elite came back together, there'd be a lot of people having a very tough Wednesday night thinking about how they're not as smart as they think they are. And that these gentlemen on their television screen have just like pointed it out to them in living color in high definition Uh, that it it's interesting. Right. Uh I so I you, you brought this up to me. And what I think is interesting about this theory, I, I'm not I'm not at 50% like so it's 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 under. Oh, I'm the not n- even at twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But what is interesting about this this angle is that you can't dismiss it out of hand because we know things, so we say. Right? But, like, like there's so still...
0: let's, let's put something else out there. The problem with the building of this card of full gear is it has nothing to do with a match of any kind. The draw of this entire pay-per-view is to see what the angle is with MJF, because we know he's not really a good guy. Right. It has nothing to do with the feud. It has nothing to do with the title match. Everybody's looking for what the swerve is gonna
1: be. And... I think it would be a brilliant thing to make it seem like the swerve is going to be that he's going to side with Regal, but in fact he has a different mentor.
0: He's 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 ver- he's verbal kinted Kaiser Soze this entire thing, and and he's gone after all his enemies at once. That would be interesting to me. Now the. I was, I forgot what I was going to say here, because I had I had something else, and it was a, it was a good point, and it was something I made yesterday. I can't think of it right now,
1: but it'll. Come I back mean, when you me. think about the what we know about what happened after the press conference, it's still pretty limited.
2: Yes,
0: we don't. It, we've never seen any any pictures of anybody with any injuries, except the possible exception of of Kenny Omega with a bite,
1: right on his arm, right. The Omega the Omega thing would maybe be the be the closest thing, but I mean, look, uh
0: In a world where you know, everybody has a camera on their phone. Are you telling yep. me that the Bucks were able to hide from everybody while convalescing? Okay.
1: I'll believe you. I will. I will. Uh, but but. <laughs> you have to understand why this has to be at least considered then. Yes that there there are just a few chairs missing from the table still. Yeah. In or in order to make that picture full. Uh, the fact that with with punk I, I mean he, everything just seems to really be lingering.
0: Yeah. And 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 the and there's there's culpable deniability in saying it's because for legal reasons.
1: Yes. Plausible then, deniability.
2: Plausible but then deniability. But we still don't that, know yeah.
1: There's still so much ambiguity around what the nature of the supposed investigation actually was.
0: Yes. If there was an investigation. Who, who did it?
1: Yeah. Who did it? Uh, you know? Uh, Be- because
0: again, there's also that point that a guy's wife was in there and was not talked to about the investigation. And, and so that, that, that kind of brings up a couple of antenna. We are like, Oh, an eyewitness to to what happened? You didn't even bother to talk to them. Okay, I can believe it. Look, I can believe anything right now. I just I just brought it up, and it's one of those things where I'm not going to go out on a limb for it. Cause I look, I still like my idea of uh, of Garcia, Yuta, MJF, and Regal all together. I think that's a that's a far better stable. But this go home yeah, yeah. show, and,
1: and, and that certainly seems plausible in the wake of Moxley referring to Yuta as his young boy.
0: Yes. And and him being hurt by that possibly. Look, this entire go home segment was bad. I thought uh, from the overacting to the overselling to to the lackadaisicalness of Moxley. I
1: just it it just the lack of tension between MJF and Regal. Boy, yes. did I just not feel it between those yeah. two.
0: Yeah, and I have a problem with the entire card for that reason because there's no heat on it, but let's go through this because we might have some notes from, um,
1: Di- from Dynamite. Yeah, we can weave through Dynamite through yes. this card here, yeah.
0: Uh, starting with a three-way match for the AEW TNT Championship, Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hops. This this Joe turn was ridiculous in so yeah. many ways. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like we need to do a turn for its own sake. Oh, you're saying you're coming after my belt? Well, I'm going to attack you now. And and here's the problem is that Joe comes out on Wednesday for dynamite. Does a little dig at triple H, which I'm just like, all right, fine. But then has a great point, <laughs> which doesn't make him a heel anymore. And, right. But then he so just... and,
1: and he has to pivot. like, like each and one, like, also you people were, yeah. Each of every one of you are nerds, by the yes. way, you yeah. guys are nerds and weak and, and soy boys and screw you and
0: Incel. so <laughs> in cells. Yeah. And then we have, we have, we have Hobbs come out and Joe is ready for the attack and he's looking for it. Or so I thought, no, it appears <laughs> that Wardlow missed his cue in some ways and got there a little bit slow. So that it just makes Joe look like a dope. And you're just like, look, this match, big meaty men slapping meat. I'm here for it. I'm here for the Hoss fight. Hose me, baby. Uh, I could see a world where powerhouse Hobbs takes the AEW TNT championship to later than feud with Starks. I could see Wardlow and Samoa Joe on the ring of honor pay-per-view for Joe's TV title here.
1: I'm going to go an with all titles match. No, or is this is
0: just, just, just for the TNT belt,
1: which is stupid because like, it seems yes. to me, especially after Wardlow's whole reason for having this fight now is because he was all like, I want to get every belt. Why would he agree to this match without trying to get every belt?
0: Exactly. Yes, yes, Chris, you have, you have parsed through the. I'm going like, with Wardlow the retaining. Whole
1: cru- the whole crux of his promise is, yeah, I think he's going to retain as well, and nothing will be decided because he's yes. not actually going after Joe's belt during this.
0: Yes. Uh so we both have Wardlow on that Death Triangle versus the Elite, as announced on television for the six-man tag tie or six man tag team match for the AEW world trios title oh, my joke here was that pack just comes out and just says it he just says the reveal okay we all know what's happening we know the elite's coming back and some poor producer in the truck's like well guess we got to put the graphic up now <laughs> all right put the graphic up look this is going to be the party match I think the I think the Lucha brothers will be motivated because we know that it just depends on how much crap they can get in, is how motivated they'll be. And everybody is gonna say after this match, man, it was a really fun match until Pac decided to end it with the hammer shot on Phoenix. <laughs> and everybody's gonna be disappointed that it's gonna lose half a star
1: in the in the observer. Oh, you think you think Pack is going to cost the team by betraying Phoenix?
0: Yes, I think I think ah. this is, I think this entire card is going to be very very overbooked in terms of angles as opposed to getting. Oh, that's the point I was going to make about Moxley and MJF. The most shocking swerve would be a thirty minute match where MJF gets a clean pin, and then we're all just like, "Wait, what? Huh?" Yes, I think I think I think Pack hits Phoenix because it was all hunky dory and smiles on Wednesday, and that's how the elite get the trios title.
1: Interesting. Okay, yeah, I, I, I guess I could see that. I just got kind of confused how you're gonna do. Uh, art, I guess the elite aren't heels, uh, even though they've. I mean, like Omega's still doing the North Carolina intro, so it's always like I, I always view that as a heel intro. But um, and he's oh, you are
0: not they're not gonna boo the elite here. No, because no, they even they saved even, the
1: dog. It's you, no, it's just crazy because it's like even with him coming out with Don Callis, who's never been presented as anything other than a heel, right. Yeah, uh, and Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler, like these are like goofus goons. Uh, but whatever. Um, I said so, goofus and gallant. No, no. There's who's the gallant? <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like it, I, I guess you're right. I think I'll say the elite win.
0: Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage match. Other steel cage matches are any indication. Jungle Boy or Jack Perry is going to do something crazy and stupid off of this cage following the, the, uh, the example of Cody Rhodes versus Wardlow and the Lucha brothers versus the young bucks. The only reason for this cage is for Jack Perry to do something off of it. And I hope, I hope it's not something too reckless, but look, it's been three years. Maybe we should start to push this Jack Perry kid and see if he's a star. Mm -hmm. He wins.
1: Yeah. All right. If if Luchasaurus somehow wins this, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, I touched ah, oh, l- you l- see, Christian l- Cage got in the cage.
1: What what are we doing if, if Luchasaurus wins this match?
0: Yeah, I'm just uh, yeah, I just I want to get done with this feud, please. It's
1: just not. I mean, this repackaging of Luchasaurus is just so flat. Him being this silent antagonist with no clear motivation. It, it, the chemistry between him and Christian Cage just has not been there. Uh, Cage is just like Luchasaurus does what I say, and Luchasaurus is like I do it. Uh, and it's it's just been very uncompelling. Uh, there's never been any sort of like, hey, remember when we were real buddies, sort of like pulling <laughs> at the heartstrings, sort of moments between Perry and Luch- like. There's just been nothing. It, it's been this like boring breakup of friends where you don't even really understand why they were friends before other than that they, they made sense in a dinosaur themed tag team
0: swords beam time as in a take that will result in this and the guy's just sitting there smiling with a bunch of swords at his throat here's mine the best built feud on this entire card Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen I think this match might steal the show just because Jeff Jarrett's middle age crazy and Sting is middle age crazy. And they're both going to do weird stuff. Sting's going to jump off a balcony. Jarrett's going to bleed buckets. And then Lethal and Sting are both solid.
1: They're really good foils for one another, right? Yeah, I know. Man, like, no, it's been weird. But like Jarrett as the anti-Sting makes a lot of sense. They're cutting
0: promos on each other. They're doing little backstage attacks and vignettes here and there. I loved Dutt and Lethal on Wednesday as just kind of great B-villains. And then Jarrett comes in like Wayne Bloom from the Destruction Crew from the AWA. I got this, Mike. And there's the promo. Look, I don't like the, the attacking of, of of PAs and stuff like that. But if it leads to him getting Kabonged in this match, I'm here for it. I think this match is going to over
1: deliver, and I am so looking forward to it. Yeah, Jarrett's kind of reminded me a little bit of Wild wow, Bill Irwin too. Oh, I like that call. I I, I was always a well,
0: Bill Irwin's thing for me was always that giant boot he'd do. Yeah, was uh, the thrust kick was always impressive. I loved yeah, Ur, Bill vertic-
1: Irwin. Yeah, his flexibility is it, like his, it, he was tall and it was really elevated. It,
0: it made me cry when he became the goon. It did. With the skates on the boots.
1: Here he is. The, the
0: goon. <laughs> I think we're going to have some things to say about this one. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. Soraya. Hassan feffer Incorporated. Was
1: this, what was this go-home promo, Jeff? That's what I have from to who, say. From which
0: one? Because I got questions. about. Baker.
1: Yeah. No, Baker was the big one for me. because I'm okay. like, Okay.
0: Here, here's, here's the problem. Okay. This is a problem in AEW. The heels have call and response with the crowd, which makes them cool, which makes them baby faces. Jade has it. Frit has it. Swerve has it. And this is why these guys are never completely baby faces. But yes, it's like somebody put on Shake Them Ropes last week, heard our criticisms about it, decide they were going to address it. And then address it in the wrong order. In reverse. In the wrong order, exactly. Because <laughs> Britt is now, <laughs> I've earned and I've worked for this. And Soraya comes out and responds and goes, yeah, I came here so I could fight the best. I'm just like, why did they put this one after Brit? I I am flabbergasted at, at how bad they have scripted these roles. Who is going to root for Soraya in this audience now? She's going to get booed much like everybody else from WWE in terms of Tony Storm, Athena, (laughs) Ruby to some respect, although she has this theme song and that's about it. But all these WWE people reclamation projects have flopped because they haven't pushed them correctly. And now we've got a fourth one and I'm just, I am. (laughs) There is a way here. I think Soraya can win this and Britt save face and just move on to fighting Jamie Hayter for the title. Uh, yeah.
1: Who, who, I mean, but it know, won't shock me. The problem, this me. problem, the problem with this me promo, though, listens. Jeff, is that moving on to hater. Now it's like Britt Baker's like, I've been the heart and soul of this division. Yes. So when hater uh, and they'll everyone likes Jamie Hayter. So who are you trying to make a baby face coming out of that angle?
0: Well, yeah. And
1: here's the other thing.
0: She's been crushing the AEW babyfaces with the sarcasm charlotte can't get one over on you because i'm always verbally on top and now she's the face of the division which which d- goes the opposite way and crushes all the heels in terms of yes i'm the most marketable personality i'm the fa- i'm the face that runs the place i'm now becky lynch and you're just like my god she has she has cleaned out the division what are we going to do with her
1: i, I- once you have Baker deliver the "I was the beating heart of this company during the pandemic" promo, I'm sorry yes. the the era of her as the heel has to come to a close. You now yes. have to turn you have to turn her into a baby face, and every other heel essentially has to be like neat biography, don't care, just want to beat you. Um, like like she can keep talking about you know accomplishments in and out of the ring. Blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's just over for you as a heel once you're like, I was here during the pandemic when none of these new people ever were. Tony Storm, Soraya. uh, It it, it, it was just... (laughs) Her presentation... I like Britt Baker. I want to be really clear on this. It is not an issue with Britt Baker. It is an issue with the presentation of Britt Baker.
2: And
0: and also her... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the joke we made on the Dynamite show last night was the producer who was working on them on this was overworking with Soraya. And then Britt just decided to turn on the recorder and record a promo without, without going over this first. And you're like, wait, wait, what? You did what? You crushed our baby face.
1: Yeah. It, it, I, and I guess maybe then I have a real, I have another question or maybe another argument for why Baker needs to be turned baby Is that like, especially if this is an autopilot promo. I don't know that she's got great heel instincts. I think she knows how to get herself over as people, as someone who people like, I don't know that she knows how to get herself over as someone that people hate.
0: It's a pretty good point.
1: Really is. Uh...
3: What's going on guys. This is rich from the flagship podcast here on the voice of wrestling podcast network. And I just want to let you know about a brand new sponsor we have for the network. YuffieOfficial.com slash video lock. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voice Wrestling Podcast Network.
0: Jade Cargo versus Nyla Rose for the TBS championship. Both people kind of have belts here, if you want to really think about it that way. I think we're going to come out of this saying that this was possibly one of Jade Cargo's best matches because if Nyla, if Nyla Rose likes you, she's going to kill herself for you, as seen with Riho and Sheeta and I believe there was another. I think maybe Anna J. I think I think that match, or maybe it was Ruby so- Soho. But one of the but Nyla is more than willing to sacrifice her body to get over baby faces, and I think that's what's going to happen here, as the as we probably get more shots of Jade's daughter watching her as a heel again. Again, baby with, face with her, her, her goon
1: squad. She has a goon squad known as the baddie section.
0: Yes, but I think, I think, yes, I think Jade Cargill wins this.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Um, I, I I agree with your estimation on Nyla. I think Nyla really outkicked her coverage. I think that she's a, she's a very good foil for Jade Cargill. Uh, and most entertaining Twitter follow in the company, by the way. That also also true. Uh, do not get on the wrong side of Nyla Rose. No, uh, no. she <laughs> she she brings receipts. She brings yeah. receipts. Merciless. Oh. Uh, no, I I I think that I actually think that the right move here would be to make this non-conclusive and have Rose and uh, Cargill kind of feud onwards here because okay. this is the strongest pairing that they have found for Cargill yet.
0: I will go with that. I will go with this match must con- or this feud must continue. Yeah. Four-way match for the ROH world title. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, who is ice cold, versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. I think everything you need to know about... Look, both this and the acclaimed matches have a problem in that we've been just watching these guys in the ring with each other for the last three weeks. It's been a WWE... Who's more ice
1: cold, Wardlow or Danielson?
0: uh, Danielson. Because, Because Wardlow... I mean, Warlow still gets some pop coming out and he still gets to beat people up. Danielson is almost actively avoiding stardom with some of his moves. And I just don't get it. I really don't.
1: Man, you don't even know. To your point, you don't even see really like the robust yesing or anything yes. from the crowd, like that, which in a company, if indeed this company does not have CM Punk going forward, not utilizing brian danielson's built-in chance and crowd pump-up moments to pad your show out a little bit baffling to me
0: yeah and uh i think a lot was shown during this four-way in terms of what the conclusion is going to be because checkoff's bat was introduced in the first act and not used or it was used on danielson who then turned his neck and no sold it uh <laughs> but with the claudio thing i think Jericho uses Floyd, and I think he uses it on Sammy Guevara. Now, whether or not he gets the pin or not, I don't know, because people have said, well, maybe Claudio gets the ROH title, and that's how we get to final battle, and then we have a match there. But I think Chris Jericho is going to be your Ring of Honor champion going into final battle, and I think he does it by pinning Sammy Guevara with the bat.
1: Oh, you think Jericho pins Guevara? Yes. Interesting.
0: Because it's quote-unquote no DQ, because it's a four-way.
1: I see. I see. Okay. Good. Yeah. Guevara's laid out. Jericho just worms onto Guevara, and that starts. Does creating- a cheap
0: Does a cheap shot blames Danielson or or Claudio, and then pins him, and then says afterwards it wasn't him. That uh, kind ma- of
1: thing. I mean, may- maybe, but like, I mean, it could also just be like Danielson or uh, Claudio have him laid out, and Jericho just worms it out, and then like, because the thing is. Who are you turning? I guess you'd turn Jericho babyface. I don't think you Kubar. turn
0: anybody. I think it's just one right. of those days where heel on heel crime and it's all, you know, there, right. there's tension later, but it all you know, they find a way to work through it type of thing.
1: Yeah, that, that, so that's why I would say maybe there's not actually a belt shot from Jericho or like a, a bat shot from Jericho. Okay. Jericho just just steals a roll up sort of.
0: All right, I can go with that too, but I have Jericho retaining.
1: Yeah, Jericho retains.
0: Speaking of ice cold, Tony Storm. An ice storm versus Jamie Hader singles match for the interim. Although Tony Khan is in his, in his it, is, it is
1: coming through.
0: Yeah, well, Tony t- er, Khan saying he wants to now possibly make this unified, but wants to give Thunder Rosa a chance to come back, et cetera, et cetera. Tony <laughs> Storm, Jamie Hader, and the audience so badly wants Jamie Hader to win this, and we've already been been past this off ramp once. This is the easiest call to make because we've now gotten around again where it's time to see if Jamie Hader can be a single star because these fans want it. So they're going to do it.
1: They, they, yeah. And, and they should, but it's like, they should. Why, but, yeah. why is this the path? Why, why was this the like you, you sign. What did Tony you do Storm. wrong to make this the path? That's right. Exactly the question right. That, that Looking asking. back on this, you, that, that has to be really assessed when, when it was, Okay, we're gonna, you know, make her the interim champion with this Thunder Rosa thing. This is ridiculous. Like, 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 this is the reason why you strip off the titles because these stories have to move on. And Storm has never felt like a full-on champion because of this interim thing. And now you are at a juncture where you want to do a handoff to Hater and see what she has as a baby heel. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a new thing I just came up with. That's, that's uh,
0: also very true in some ways. I mean, my God, it's like, like they are got to turn this into, how are they going to make Rebel of Babyface? That's what I
1: remember. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could, you know, do like, she, she has like the hype girl jacket, kind of like a uh, Death Triangle guy.
0: Everybody, everybody who isn't an AEW original is now going to have to join the JAS. That's the only way around this whole thing is, is now we're going to have the NWO. <laughs>
1: uh, it, it really almost feels like they have put themselves in a scenario, narratively speaking, where like they need to just have like a, an unofficial brand warp WWE versus AEW because they booked themselves into this corner. Well, this isn't the only view
0: <laughs> they've done this on. They did this with the Acclaimed, right. too.
1: We're homegrown.
0: Screw you other guys. I'm just like... What? Why are we doing this, guys? Why? If there's a point, great. If there's not, figure out a way out of it and start, you know, start doing more quality control on your promos. Here. Speaking of which, the acclaimed versus swerving our glory. What do you think of the music video, Chris? Mm -hmm. I thought they nailed Keith Lee. (laughs) Okay. I
1: I I liked the. I mean, it was funny. It it wasn't unfunny. I thought they did a nice job. Ju- I mean, I think the sneaky swerve stuff is kind of gone. Like like it's not, it's you not know, as funny as they're they're making you take a very long walk for not a long drink of water with that I, sneaky swerve stuff. I for forget
0: me. if it was Dre or Cube who did the uh the diss track about Easy E. That's what this video reminded me of. Was that old school stuff from the early nineties?
1: Yes, yes, um. And I, I mean, I like it, but like this feud doesn't, to me, the interesting part of this feud is supposed to be with the Swerve and Keith Lee dynamic. How is Swerve working on Keith? Like, what is their interaction like? They're they're the question marks in this. Like, Like, where are their heads at is the interesting story in this. And the acclaimed being funny to me is less intriguing you have this you know interesting dynamic with lee and swerve potentially and the, i don't feel like it's really been utilized well i, I think the acclaimed retain and i think like i, I feels to me like swerve and lee are just gonna break up
0: the acclaimed are i think we've nailed it before they are aew's new age outlaws and within that becomes an issue because while they are a decent team there are so many so many better teams in AEW than them for them to be world tag champs and this is a law of uh oh i forgot what it is it, it basically this has been a 50-50 feud since the first match
1: it's been diminishing returns
0: diminishing returns that's the term because i was looking for thank you the because diminishing they're returns. not
1: advancing a story with Lee and right. Swerve. They're
0: going but, off. They're going off that really hot first match where everybody said, "My God, they overperformed," and they haven't lived up to that yet.
1: And that's the a problem. Completely underperformed. And I, I, there's just been times where they have crossed the narrative Rubicon with the characterization of both Lee and Swerve, um, including the hostage taking of swerve (laughs) which was like
0: hostage thing yeah yeah
1: which is which is played up for yuck yucks on halloween but like it's also a thing that happened and you had billy gunn come out with his hands like taped up and he couldn't do stuff the following week so like for me if they had actually committed to any sort of real characterization with lee and swerve i'd be absolutely fine with this uh it's fine that the acclaimed or essentially like the new age outlaws you know i I think they're they're more better, more balanced team than the outlaws. Yes.
0: I I would agree. They, they are better than the outlaws were at their peak in terms of wrestling ability. I think the interesting choice here is for Lee to go full heel because I'm tired of team breakups as, as a thing.
1: Right. Lee should go full heel here. They should be trying to exploit this injury on Bowens. And if they don't do that, I'll be very, I'll be very disappointed if they don't just, Basically swerves like, let's work the injury I put on there, and Lee finally relents and does it.
0: And the audience turns on any match where they knock out Billy Gunn early so that they can avoid the whoa, scissor me daddy chance.
1: Yeah. And that's a, that's
0: a problem too, and they need to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, as good as Gunn has been for the acclaimed, there are times where Gunn's presence seems like the big... gun feels like the road dog and the acclaimed feels like the billy Gunn.
0: brings us to john moxley versus mjf (laughs) this this last promo thing there was to me there was literally nothing good about it moxley kind of lack i don't know if the lackadaisical was a choice but his whole go-home promo was saying he was saying MJF hasn't worked. He was given this chip. It was the Soraya promo from two weeks ago on Britt Baker. His whole promo was MJF doesn't deserve this match. Boy, take my money. I mean, that's the sell you're going to give? Then MJF comes out, and it's like... And doesn't
1: that sit in contrast with what he was saying just the week prior? Yes, that he deserves this, and and you know, yeah, that he under, worked so hard. About, like Moxley, how do you actually feel, homie? And then we get
0: MGF making this save, which was just it, the only thing I could compare it to was The Rock when he'd make a save during the Attitude Era, and like the guns fly over these soft punches and and various prep falls by by the firm who. You know, they had just tried building up Ethan Page and now he's getting three stooges eye poked and, <laughs> and 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 shin kicked and sent out of the ring. He, he does all this. He cuts his promo over Moxley. Moxley just gets right back up and gets in his face, and you're like, Well, wait a second, wasn't Moxley beat down here or were these all just kind of was this all a ruse, which just had me thinking the whole thing's a ruse by everybody in here. If you had told me this was the dress rehearsal for the actual play, I would have believed you. But watching this entire thing, I just went, what? I don't, who's, who's going to buy this based on this go-home
1: segment? I just, I could not believe. I know, how, how do you I'm get excited for me? the match? For yes. the match, not the angle, the match. Like these gentlemen are going to have a match and I have very little heat for the match. In so insofar as there is intrigue, it is for the angle that the match will be wrapped up in. This has just been such a bizarre presentation of Moxley, Moxley and MJF here. Yes. Um,
0: yeah. Now your pick, what's going to happen? I
1: think MJF wins the title I, I, I think I think they I mean moxie retaining here would be ridiculous um, I think MJF's going to win the title and we're going to get some big angle and he's going to be revealed to be some sort of mastermind how masterful and how mindful w- we that that will remain to be determined
0: who is he aligned with the pinnacle the firm or William Regal uh,
1: William Regal. I'm going to say, I'm, I, I am going to say that, at the end of the, that all of this is building up to Regal screwing over Moxley, that Moxley's comment about Yuta being his young boy is important narratively in a way we don't fully understand yet. And that the image of Regal seemingly trying to defend Jon Moxley from MJF with his brass knuckles in hand is foreshadowing that MJF's gonna win not with the dynamite diamond ring, but in fact with Regal's brass knuckles. That's I where agree. I think we're going. I agree
0: as well. That's that's what I have. Um, I know we have a hard out here. Some quick no, we, hits. We still,
1: we we, yeah, we still got about twenty minutes or so. Okay.
0: okay, so we have time for Raw and NXT, yeah. or even SmackDown if you wanted to go there. Um, I I'll, I'll just do a real quickie because it's I don't have a lot to say about, it, but it'll give you time to think of something if you want to if you don't have a topic on hand. I actually really like the LA Knight Bray Wyatt tete tete on SmackDown on Friday.
1: Yeah, I like that was really interesting.
0: I like heels that, that don't I like heels that don't back down from other heels. And even though Bray's probably gonna be a babyface in all this, but LA Knight has the cocksuredness to just say, Look, I don't care about your stupid magic or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna get his butt kicked in the end. But I like I like not all heels being cowardly
1: yes i i mean i just like la night so much more as this iteration of la night versus being the, a model you know, yeah <laughs> being you know, max dupree yes Max
0: dupree <laughs> here it uh, goes
1: i i i thought that that was good um breaker breaker and wagner <laughs> boy uh <laughs> th- 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 boy did this not click
0: did, did, did you know that their fathers faced each other in the Steiner's first pay-per-view for WWF in did, 1993?
1: Did you know that that fact cannot save a match? No, that it can't. Is not it not save this No, I, I know. I, that was so much of what they were trading on. I, I wasn't trying to razz you. I was more making, like, that, that was clearly what they thought was going to be enough to get this thing over, but... Man, Chris, Chris, what's what's that Frankensteiner? that, That was pretty nasty. Chris,
0: what's worse, this match or the fact that since NXT lost War Games, we now have brought back basically TNA King of the Mountain for NXT. This match description was like the Marx Brothers contract scene in A Night at the Opera. (laughs) <laughs> the party in the first part in this part will be known as the party of the first part my god can not we just just have a good match just have a feud and then think of something special instead this is this is where nxt and wrestling and other companies have now become applebee's and chilies where it's like we have this poor steak So we have to have some sort of gimmicky sauce. The Razzler sauce. Try our Raspberry Jack Daniels bourbon glaze or whatever the hell we're going to put on this thing. The
1: spicy Razzler.
0: So we have, okay, we have five competitors. It's a 25-minute match. Two people start. Each five minutes, somebody comes out. If you get pinned, you get put in a penalty box.
1: I think I think what the part where doing? when you come out of the penalty box, you have to wear weights is a little bit excessive. You know, <laughs> you have to wear arm and leg weights for the duration. You
0: know, the we have a stockade where the villagers can pelt fruit at you. Well, I'm
1: still a little unclear on the deployment of the obstacle course in the second phase of the match, but well, I'm really excited to see. see its utilization. If you're ahead
0: on points, you get to you get that much of a head start on the obstacle course, and then the person who wins at the end is considered the American Gladiator.
1: I, it That's would what... be no, honestly, it would be better if they all just did the Eliminator Challenge. Yes. I would rather watch them do the Eliminator Challenge. And then have the punji stick or uh, the pugil stick fight on the little balconies at the end than whatever this match is.
0: Yes, I, I am here. I'm actually here for, uh, for, for uh, Carmelo Hayes doing the Eliminator on American Gladiators. I, I, I am. it, it
1: actually would be kind of a fun thing to have like these people of various sizes using different skill sets to get through these different challenges and then yeah that little look we joke about it but the little pugil thing that they used to do in 90s american gladiators kind of a fun thing kind of a fun thing
0: i'm going to say this and this is uh going to raw i actually like what they did with austin theory here I just wish they had done it before the cash-in. Like his promo, his promo was
1: logical. It's like they listened to Shake Them Ropes from the previous week. Everybody
0: listened to Shake Them Ropes the previous week because everybody then addressed this stuff in their promo. But it's too
1: late now. Yes. Yeah, like theory saying all this stuff now makes a lot of sense, but he should have said it two weeks ago.
0: That said him being born again tough I liked.
1: I like more tough
0: guys. I like tough heels. I, I like to, I like the viciousness of them. Now, the problem is all this viciousness is in service of getting Bobby Lashley <laughs> over. Yeah, the same same with the World Cup. Like, the World Cup is a great thing where it's like, oh, look, we're going to have great wrestling matches. And then you realize Mustafa Ali's just going to get tossed like a ragdoll by Bobby Lashley the moment he's out of this cup. So it's like, well, what's the use of this then? Uh, yeah, I, uh, but, but, uh, it was a noble effort. It was it was it was a noble effort to recoup what was lost with this Austin Theory money in the bank briefcase. It was just if the story needed to be told two months ago, not the week after he does a failed cash in.
1: Yeah, and then I'm I'm trying to see if there's anything else on NXT that is of of note to me. Uh, I'll, I'll let's go with this. Not because I'm I think it's it was great, but actually because I felt like it's worth noting. I, I thought Alba Fire and Manny Rose just didn't deliver. Uh, the the unfortunately this just didn't click. Your uh, girl's
0: back though, Chris.
1: Yes, my, my why do you always say this? I I feel like it, this because you were the become, one
0: on the show who always defended her,
1: and it just no, no 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 I, I I never did. You've you've been claiming this literally for years. She wasn't that and, and this, bad. Uh, the, 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 the the gag at this point is now that you have been insisting this for years, and i just gonna.
0: Kids, you no, know, she's wonderful. I
1: love Isla Don, she's wonderful. And, and she's, Chris, could that be
0: happier? Yeah,
1: it. always have always thought she's great, have oh. always said that. Uh, oh. this, I, I mean, she needed to be just... a part of
0: the dyad.
1: Womp, 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 womp. Yeah,
0: I just, yeah, and, and that weak missed shot or whatever the hell it was. Uh, I'll, I'll say something good about NXT though. I thought uh, JD McDonough and uh, and Apollo Crews was pretty good.
1: I thought it was too. Uh, you know, a little perplexed with what they're doing with McDonough, um, but I thought the match was good.
0: And uh, and Thea Hale has now grown on me, officially. Oh
1: yeah, she's she she's good. Yeah, she's funny as an actress, not as yeah. a wrestler. But yeah, yeah, no, but that whole, no, no. I mean.
0: Look, Duke Hudson not winning any awards for his performance in that no, thing. No, Duke, Duke's not. Great. Andre Chase is is Al Pacinoing the hell out of this thing, where he's just, oh, I need to stroke my chin now to show that I am ponderous. <laughs> just...
1: No, she's funny though. Uh I, I, Thea Hales, just like she's she's a she's a character. It pops on the screen.
0: I have a note about another note about Raw. Okay, uh, I am. Look, uh, uh, Mia Yim being added to this War Games, mostly a positive. It gets some questions going as to who the fifth person is going to be, because a lot of people were kind of penciling in Sasha and Naomi coming back. And by the way, Sasha's made some very interesting uh, trademark news this week. I wouldn't say it's a sure thing that she's in the fold. But also, if she were in the fold, this would be the kind of move to make people think she weren't in the fold by, like, uh, trademarking uh, Mercedes Monet and things like that. Um, just saying. I, I, I like Mia Yim in this War Games. I, part of me hopes she gets a chance to be in this War Games, but it would make me howl with laughter if it became a running joke in WWE that every time Mia Yim is in the War Game, she gets knocked out and has a replacement because that's how they did the uh, Dakota Kai turn in NXT. At one time, <laughs> it would make me laugh if they just decide to take her out. That heel team, I'm here for it. I really am. It's a great little heel. St- I mean, uh, damage control, Nikki Cross and, and Rhea Ripley together. Yeah,
1: here for yeah. that. Yeah, no, I would I, love for I got. Make- I got a candidate that you Who? haven't considered. Knox,
0: <laughs> Tegan Knox. Yeah, Knox. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Knox. Yeah, she's just Knox. Yeah. No yeah tank. Uh, they, they they dropped Tegan a while ago.
0: I got one that would would get like crickets in the arena, but would make me pop. Mako I'll Satamura. Check.
1: Oh, yes. On
0: the, think the baby side. No,
1: she'd be great.
0: Give me that. Give me old grizzled veteran Mako Satamura in a war games. Please, I'll take that
1: uh yeah yeah. i think that'd be a cool move i mean especially if it's like it's gonna be a
0: name it's gonna be a name
1: yeah i mean the story there would be have oscar bring in her buddy yeah oscar's the one who let you know next week you have oscar go like i have a plan and her plan is mako
0: yeah i'm very and the other intriguing thing about that baby i'm intrigued about alexa bliss alexa bliss when she has a chip on her shoulder well well oh jesus I just had my Alexa go off because I had to say something. Uh. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotta wait. <laughs>
1: okay, so, bliss, so Bliss.
0: So Bliss. <laughs> she, she goes above and beyond because she has that horsewoman chip on her shoulder. Now, it'd be very interesting if Sasha were on Alexa Bliss's team and they were in a war games cage together. But at the same time, I, Alexa Bliss intrigues me in a War Games match. Because she's able to do hardcore matches pretty well.
1: Yeah, I I think that this War Games match could potentially be a very, very good match.
0: And it looks like the men's side is lining up to be Bloodline versus Drew, the Brutes, and the New Day. Which... which... It'll it be a fine it. match too.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, yeah, I think the bloodline obviously prevail in this, but uh yeah, like uh, I, I think it will be a good match with a fun story. And the bloodline continue to be just, you know, one of the highlights of wrestling weeks every yes. week. Also, the start, well,
0: like the Brutes feud with everybody, with, the, with everybody is very good too. I mean, right. I've, I've enjoyed the hell out of them.
1: Yeah, the brute match style is is a very engaging and fun match style. Or it's so going to be,
0: hold on, it might just be Drew and Sheamus and then the New Day. And I think Owens was penciled in here, but they may just get somebody else as well.
1: Oh, interesting. So it would just be Sheamus, not the Brutes?
0: Yeah, because I think the New Day is going to be in on this.
1: Interesting. I mean, um... I, will,
0: I, mean I, I would take the Brutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to have like maybe I guess Drew the Brutes and because uh, Sheamus' arm is still wrapped up, so maybe yeah. But they... the whole
0: story is the uh, is that Drew and Sheamus have come to an agreement. So. Agreement,
1: yes, yeah. That they finally buried the hatchet, which will, which is actually a lovely payoff from from like the the stories that they were telling a couple of years ago.
0: Here's the interesting choice. Okay, you get you get Drew, Sheamus, and the New Day. And then Gunther. And they make a deal with Gunther because somehow the bloodline gets on his bad side. And so you have the Brutes and Imperium watching and just kind of giving each other side-eye the whole time. And you have Gunther come in there and just kill Sami Zayn. That's
1: what I want. Gunther as the wild card for the Babyface team would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It's just yeah. everybody, everybody hates the bloodline. There's no right. heal alignment. right,
1: right, right. But that, that would actually get people really excited for the, it would, it would make sure that like, it would make sure that the face team has enough energy to overcome the cool factor of the bloodline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got, sir.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, was there anything else on raw of uh of note here? Um, Uh, G- Gable and Real had a real nice match. Oh, um, they're great. Set. Yeah, they're they a real nice match. Really, really nice match. Uh, Rollins, uh, fun little, little leave-through character for them right now. Uh, JBL and Baron Corbin still stinks. hmm Uh, it's just, th- that's just never gonna click. I, or never gonna click. I, I kind of like Dominic Mysterio. He's kind of growing on me.
0: He's growing on me too, but it's, but it's all about the uh, interactions with Maria.
1: Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. But like he's in stride right now as this character and, and I, I'm I'm enjoying it. He's a complete
0: simp and I love it.
1: Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I like it. Uh, and yeah, that, that's, that's all I got too. That, well, do this enjoy week.
0: your full gear weekend kids. We will be back after Thanksgiving sometime for those of you in the States enjoy that and any time with your family you might have this has been shake them ropes i am at crap game 13 on the old twitterverse i do a show called the dynamite show on the fight game media network patreon.com slash fight game media five bucks a month get your bunch of shows but we are a part of voices of wrestling podcasting network the flagship music of the mat five-star match game uh, open the voice gate etc etc whatever you're wrestling jones we have a podcast for Chris also has other projects. He's going to tell you about them now.
1: Yeah. You can go and follow me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash doctor underscore. No, if you can catch up with my music and all of that there, if you want to hear the uh, releases uh, of my music, uh, whether it is stuff that I've done with William uh, and the wild cards or my own EP, you can find that over at patreon.com slash DWATG. I will also be getting back to, episodes of the show but in the t- for the time being here uh for those of you who sub up you get m- my music for free uh so you guys can uh, go and check out stuff that i'm doing over there patreon.com slash dwatg